Hi everyone, welcome back to Chat Shit, Get Fit, Chat and Supplements. This is a series where we explore the vast world of health and fitness supplementation, giving you our thoughts and bringing you the latest scientific data as well. This week we get our pump on and talk all things pre-workout. We start by talking about a recent Instagram poll on what people take and we also discuss our own pre-workout use which involves Tom going full Heisenberg on us. We then break down some of the common ingredients and see if on their own they actually do anything. The ones we look at are beta alanine, caffeine, L-citrulline slash citrulline malate, taurine, creatine, B vitamins, and then some other random bits such as Elev ATP. It's a bit of a mixed bag in terms of positivity and negativity, but by the end, you should be able to make a more informed decision on what pre-workout you go for, if any at all. This may involve you throwing out your current batch, i.e. anyone who takes C4 pre-workout, aka cowpole. This will make sense later, I promise. So let's get into this week's episode. Right, Hello, Tom. Let's do our let's what? do our microphone checks. <laughs> Mine's raspberry. What's yours? <laughs> right. Mine is uh, mine is nothing, Tom. We are recording, mate. Um, we have stopped the podcast. Podcast has started. The button has been pressed. There is even a, there is a visual countdown before each episode. So how you've missed that? Do you know what, mate? My cat's been on my desk because there was a cat hair on that microphone. I just licked it. Mm. You and your fucking cats. Yeah. So I lied about a bit of raspberry flavour. Technically, it was a uh, yeah cat's ass. <laughs> And I think this isn't the first time I've mentioned cats' asses on my uh, on, on on the podcast. So yeah, that it's like a running me. thing. Mm. Yeah. Um, if you're new to the show, welcome. Um, we're an evidence-based podcast about fitness <laughs> <laughs> and nutrition. Yeah, welcome. Sorry yeah, well, about all this. <laughs> yeah, fucking hell. So it's a you know happens quite often. But anyway, um, yeah, well, welcome back to uh, chat and supplements. I don't know what episode of the series this is. We're, we've done quite a few of them now. Uh, Fifty-two. Fifty-two. I don't know, I'm just putting out random numbers. I don't think so, mate. It's uh, Whatever it is, I mean, we're, getting, we're doing quite well. It's getting good responses. Um, that was the Brexit vote. Yeah, 52, weren't it? Yeah. <laughs> right, let's not get political. Yeah. Get political. <laughs> we did that with the uh, Tory multivitamins, didn't we? Uh, yeah, we did. I don't know how it happens. It just It's all natural, isn't it? It's it's just, it just happens, out. Bill. It naturally happens. Question is, Tom, are we going to have any Tory pre-workouts in today's episode all about pre-workouts? That is the question. I think there's a few on there, Ooh. maybe. We've got a list of uh, different products. We can probably... I reckon we should do it again. We should put these products into political parties. Oh, yeah, of course. Just I can only imagine what the, lib, what, the, what the Lib Dems are going to be, which is probably going to be green tea, a cup of green <laughs> yeah, tea green to tea, motivate yeah. you. Cup of green, yeah. yeah. Cup of green Caffeinated tea. green tea. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, decaffeinate one of that, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. Welcome back. We are talking about pre-workouts. I think this is going to be a, a popular one again. Oh, I say that every every fucking week now, don't I? But I think this is mm-hmm. a lot of people looking forward to this one because it's something that people take a lot of, uh, and there's a lot of ingredients in these products that people don't really know what they are. They sound amazing, but people don't actually know what they do. They just think, oh, it's got a cool sounding name. It's going to do something, uh, and we're, we're going to come onto all these ingredients. Cherry diesel. Cherry diesel. See, cherry diesel. Mate. If I saw that on the back, I'd say, oh, fucking hell, this sounds mega. Cherry diesel. I know. To be honest with you, all these petrol shortages, it does sound mega to me, you know. <laughs> I mean, if you do know someone that can hook me up with Cherry Diesel, I live in London, so, you know. Hook a brother up. Yeah, exactly. Love it, love it. Well, should we see what the uh, some of the listeners think about pre-workout? So I did another poll, which I normally do on Instagram. I remember this week. Uh, and I asked, do you take a pre-workout? Uh, pretty close this one, actually. 52% yes, 48% no. So, yeah, Brexit vote, but a pre-workout. <laughs> Fucking hell. Really? 52? Yeah, 52, yeah. Are you taking a piss? Did you really get 52? I generally got 52, yeah. I'm a psychic. I know you are. 
I didn't I even put that in the notes, mate. Kick, I didn't even mate. put that in the notes. I didn't even. Didn't even Jesus tell you Christ, that. that is that is weird. That is weird. But that's a lot less than what I thought, to be honest with you. The thing is, as well, we got to consider what are people, what is the criteria for them as a pre-workout? Like for them, are they talking just coffee? Are they talking about a pint of Cannonball maximum charge, of which you could use our discount code? Uh, yeah, Primal Ten in numericals. Yeah. That was a Do nice, that. flawless little advertisement. That was flaw- flawless there. I hope Duncan's listening. We are we are plugging that coffee, and it is good coffee, if I'm being honest. Uh, he doesn't even remember my name. Messed with Instagram, he's like, oh, I can help you. <laughs> You're right, um, mate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, Joe, that happens a lot in the gym. People on like first name basis with me, they know they know my name, but to, to me, I just have to go, yeah, you're right there, uh, mate. I've even yeah. fellowed a couple of people, Bill. Oh. I know. Obviously, they don't understand. They don't understand. I understand. Give a little Brecken point as well. <laughs> Brecken point fella. I do actually. You right, fella? <laughs> yeah. But I mean, uh, he did a little cocking motion then. But yeah, I mean, uh, the thing is, like, when we talk about pre-workouts, especially when we take a poll like this, so for me, I would say, so I've not actually taken a traditional pre-workout in a long or time. Or Heisenberg. Fuck it all. But uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, bring my own. No, no, no. What I was going to say was like, but to me, I would technically say, yes, I do take pro, pre-workout in the context of maybe energy drinks or just coffee or caffeine I would, in general. I would say a pre-workout is basically anything you take before your workout that you you go with the assumption it's going to give you some sort of boost. Yeah. That could be anything. But I'm it, assuming maybe? the vast majority of people, when they hear pre-workout, they think it's in a special tub. It's like some propriety blend, etc. Yeah, yeah, got you. Um, like... I'll give you some examples of what people said then because quite a few people sent in the ones they take. So Optimum Nutrition came up, which I think is actually one of the ones we talk about today. Uh, so I'm put all black everything, usually every session, double dosage. Now, double dosage is quite interesting because when we go on to the doses later, yeah, we'll that could that. actually be quite beneficial what they're doing there. Uh, yeah. And then they put cardio and weights, uh, but not for light sessions. So they obviously use it quite a lot there, but obviously not for a recovery session. Maybe it would be pretty pointless, wouldn't it? Uh, someone else has put, just someone feeling a little bit sluggish, slash can't be asked. Fair enough. Uh, and normally a knocko. Oh, fucking knocko. Oh. <laughs> we've, we've not even mentioned knocko there, but... You'd be uh, best off having your Lib Dem decaffeinated green tea, to be honest with you. Yeah. Save some money there. Two two could have come for knocko, isn't it? Oh, expensive. Uh, someone put C2. I think C2 is another one we talk about. Uh, oh, this is crack cracker. Mike Mike's got in touch here, and he's put, "I'm a reef reform pre workout user currently in recovery." So, uh, so basically, he used to take the original Jack 3D formula, yeah, yeah. which actually had meth in it. Well, to be fair, we had him on the podcast. He said he he got on a plane with what was it three doses of pre workout or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, mad respect to the guy for that. At the end mm. of the day, yeah, doing loop, was, loops and barrel rolls. That was good fun. That was good fun. That episode. <laughs> We also got another one for Noco. So Noco, my protein or combat fuel. Uh, Noco again. I feel like Noco has just got an absolute racket on the uh, the pre-workout <laughs> carbonated beverage. I've heard quite a few people mention the combat fuel one, but once again, I've I've never actually had any combat fuel products, so I can't really say. No, I did see. I don't think we mentioned that one today specifically, but I have seen it uh, on their website. Uh, someone's put oh so the same person they put they use it when they feel a little bit tired or they know they're aiming for a 1RM so basically what they're saying is they're knackered or they're going for a big session you need a bit of a fucking boost you know to keep so you're not just using it recreationally you're using it when you need it which actually might be a Joey this actually this episode is going to be a bit more complicated than what I think because in retrospect like I would agree in just kind of taking pre-workout when you need it. But at the same time, there's going to be certain ingredients we're going to later, which actually you need to be taking chronically. 
yeah. almost like creatine. You need to be taking it every day. So it's going to be like a bit of a double-edged sword here. Work phone's going off. Let's throw that away. I feel like you almost want to, wouldn't want to use something like a pre-workout maybe every day, even when you don't need it, because you'd probably get more adapted to the stimulus, I want to say. Like things like caffeine, if you have it quite chronically, I believe the effect actually gets dampened almost. So you like the, you be, yeah. like people, when you first have coffee, for example, you might be quite sensitive. Then over time you find, oh, this coffee doesn't really do anything now. I take it anyway. I drink it anyway because I like coffee, but you find it doesn't have a massive effect. So with a pre-workout, if you're having it all the time, I feel like the effect perhaps could become dampened over time. You become adapted to it almost. Yeah. which is why we said using it is best maybe use it to the big sessions. But as you just said, Tom, there's some ingredients we're going to go into which require chronic dosing for it to actually do anything at all um, i've got a few more here though someone's put cnp ignition so a really great pre-workout sound oh, name. <laughs> cnp bloody hell i remember them uh, they, yeah. they've said they put it in only in really heavy phases otherwise they just have a cup of coffee fair enough which is fair enough yeah i mean there's no point in smashing pre-workout if you're doing nothing if you're not doing anything too heavy i suppose yeah uh, a few more here then so <laughs> dr jekyll c4 or a red devil one <laughs> fucking out, absolute pharmacy going on there uh, oh, Dr. Jekyll, hang on a minute. Is that the one I think it is? I used to take the piss out of their packaging ages ago. Let's have a look. Let's have a Google. Uh, oh, no, it's someone else I'm thinking of. Never mind. Dolphinfitness.co.uk. That is the most anti-pre-workout website I can think of. Yeah, I've seen it. When I was doing looking all these up, I, I kept getting direct to that website, and I was like, what, Dolphin? I mean, look, when you think of pre-workout, you, the last thing you think of is a dolphin. I mean, what are they giving these dolphins? I mean, I'll actually give it to dolphins. <laughs> Are the dolphins real now? Are they real? If they are, they're pre workout. It's dangerous. To be fair, don't they fuck sharks up, dolphins? I'm sure they yeah, fuck I was sharks just about, up. Yeah, I was just about to say that, Bill. We are an yeah. evidence based podcast. They will they will absolutely batter a shark. Yeah. Yeah. It's probably because right of book. Uh, Maybe they're a bit of Dr. Jekyll. Maybe that's what's getting them going. Oh, well, admittedly, these ingredients are awful, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Stay away from the dolphin pre workouts. They're trying to rip you off. Fucking dolphins. You've got shit stirring mermaids and you've got. You know, back back alleyway supplement dolphins, which just give you shit. Yeah, love it. Yeah. I don't know where I was going with that. Let's quickly move on. <laughs> next couple of responses. Uh, sorry for this next one, Tom, mate. Um, so this person's put, yes, when I'm in a calorie deficit and need the boost, which is fair enough, uh, and they use Optimums at the moment. And they also follow this up with, also tried grenades, which taste so bad, it's worse than a 60 kilo deadlift. <laughs> mm. <laughs> you do a lot of compressed. Mm. You ever get your shit? You ever get your shit from the listeners now? <laughs> I know we need to have words afterwards. <laughs> the only way we're going to solve this, Tom, is by fucking doing a deadlift live on the podcast. I reckon Christmas special, mate. Get your hands on a fucking barbell and deadlift it on the fucking. That's podcast. all right. I'll go down the old athlete next route. I'll just use fake plates. <laughs> well, you said I'll it use now. my my commemorative uh, Princess Diana weight plates on my barbell. You what? You Princess Diana weight? What? And you ever seen commemorative plates? No. You know, commemorative plates. You know, like what? Your nan used to oh, have them and that. It I was thought, like, you know. I think they're like actual weight plates, like fucking Wolverton Fit plates. Well, like, no, I'm going to get some, but they're going to be commemorative ones. So you're, like, you're going to your nan's like dish cupboards. She's got yeah, like yeah. The, the the royal wedding on a plate and stuff Silver like Jubilee that. and that. You can get them customised onto actual weight plates. Mm, so you're going to do that, So you? you can get bumper plates where it's like, you know, Harry and Meghan's wedding, the Jubilee. So you get, yeah, like um, ceremonial plates from like, uh, Prince Charles and uh, Lady Di's wedding. Yeah, you can get them. That'd you find great. them in powerlifting gyms in the UK. I don't believe that at all. I do not oh, believe You honestly can. Google it. A powerlifting gym and they're, they're throwing around Princess Diana fucking barbell. Well, yeah, it's patriotic, isn't it? In fact, she's actually got her own wad. 
Oh, fuck off. She's got her own wad. Yeah. CrossFit, CrossFit wasn't even a thing Honestly, when she died. Google it. Uh, Lady Die Wad. What is it? Princess then? of Hearts Wad. What was it then? I can't remember off the top of my head. Because <laughs> it doesn't fucking exist, does it? Stop making shit up, dude. No, if, if it did, then, you know, I want to be. I want to trademark that. <laughs> actually, I better not because I'll, you know. So this week, you've actually started a, you actually started a conspiracy this week. That there's a, a Lady Diana Wad out there and there's a, she's got her own plates, her own little plate range. I know, mate. I don't know where the commemorative plates thing just came from. It just happened organically once again. How do we even get onto this? I don't know. I think it was this I guy mugging you off about your six kilo dead. I think that's what it Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I was trying to detract it. from it. Yeah. It worked up until now. <laughs> up until me bringing it up again, yeah. I've got one more as well before we move on, and that is someone said they use Rays, and it's every day for the 6am gym sessions, which is probably quite common if you're up early. You're probably fucking hanging oh, out, yeah. aren't you? So. Yeah, so some uh, pretty interesting um, products there. We're going to talk about a couple of those today, but some of, I mean, a lot of them are very similar, as you'll as you'll find out. Uh, and it comes down to sort of marketing, really. If I'm being honest. Sorry, I've got to quickly go back to what you just said about the marketing. That when you first said uh, like oh uh, Jekyll, that's the first thing that went to my head is that you get some pre workouts out there that are just full of like underdosed shit. But the, the names of the pre-workouts or the graphics on them, I think I've mentioned before, but you get stupid, stupid, ridiculous, far out there names like, yeah, sex offender and stuff like that, or <laughs> I am a offender. psycho, or, you know, shoot up a school. And it's just, <laughs> you actually look at the ingredients and it's just nothing. It's it's absolute tat. And they've got a picture of the fucking, of Pennywise oh, the on there. Open up, a little AK comes out. <laughs> oh, oh, Bill, come on now. You're better than this. You're Carabina. better than me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're better than me, mate. Oh, Come on. This this <laughs> You're below you. We should probably establish what a pre-workout is for somebody who might have tuned in and have no idea. It's, it's essentially something you would take before your workout, and it's normally full of stimulants in the, yeah. in, the, in, the, in the hope to get you, you know, mentally and physically prepared for the workout. So, yeah, sometimes you'll feel stuff, sometimes you won't feel stuff, but they, the, the, the aim is is to be able to perform better, basically. There's two there's, there's two main things it's trying to target. One is your CNS, so your central nervous system, so you know, just mentally preparing you, but also the actual physical side of things as well. well. Those two do kind of go hand in hand, really, when we talk about CNS. But there are things actually happening on a physical level as well. Depending on the ingredient, yeah. Do we do we actually take anything? Do you take anything, Tom? Um, are, are we legally allowed to talk about this? Well, what the fuck are you taking? Well, <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> you... In all serious, um, so yeah, I've tried a couple of different pre-workouts in the past. Uh, funny enough, I actually tried the Grenade 50 Calibre one years ago. I think I've actually still got a sachet somewhere. Um, grenade, you, tried... you secretly sponsored by a grenade. You've got fat burners behind you there. You've got a fucking this 50 caliber. When I was a, this is back when I was a normie. Okay? God, you got absolutely psyched by the grenade fucking marketing, didn't you? Um, and then I actually I actually started making my own pre-workout because one, it was cheaper. And two, I like to specifically dose things. Right. This is when I became very Heisenberg. anti-normie. So I was pretty much... Yeah, exactly. So your Heisenberg joke earlier, I'd have like, yeah, pouches of beta-alanine, pouches of caffeine... I'd have uh, actual cans of Monster as well to throw in, because why not? You know, I'd have citrulline, uh, yeah. Hold up. All the good you, stuff, basically. You put your powder in a shaker and you cover it with Monster? Yeah. <laughs> Tastes better than water, doesn't it? Plus you get an extra bit of caffeine. Fuck me, that must be... I'll, how sweet does I'll, that taste? Well, no, everything else is flavourless. The beta-alanine is flavourless. What does it taste the, like the then? citrulline is, just... is flavourless. You what? It must taste awful. No, it tasted great, mate. 
Was it? All right. Tasted great. That's why I used to put it on there. I, I like why don't you take? Monster. Why don't you take any more then? Oh, when I say monster, I'm talking about like monster ultra, the zero calorie one, which tastes like lemonade, not that horrible green shit. Oh, okay, yeah, that's like acid, isn't it? But that's what, yeah, it tastes like arsehole, cat's arseholes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> I think I've got a bit of a fetish here. It's a bit weird. I'm worried. <laughs> but yeah, like uh, that's what I used to take. Um, admittedly, now the only kind of pre-workout I tend to take is yeah, cannibal coffee. Yeah, and that's not even me like taking the piss with the whole you know. Oh, here's my discount code you, know, you can still get that it's primal 10 you get 10% off but yeah maximum charge is basically what I use as my current pre-workout or if I don't have that to hand then it's just a hell of a lot of cups of coffee Yeah, and that's basically I mean, my pre-workout currently I'm trying to th- I don't actually think I've ever gone out and bought a pre-workout and the reason for that is I've always had this mentality of I don't like <sighs> I mean, obviously, I take I take cannibal coffee now occasionally. Like if I, if I'm if I'm doing like a session in the morning, early morning. So normally, my current training schedule, I'll be up in the morning. and I'll be doing some like heart rate zone two stuff in the gym. Yeah. And I'm normally fucking knackered when I get up. It's like early, like just before six or whatever. So I'll have some of that because it's fucking wakes you up anyway. Gets me ready for a session. It's not a very hard yeah. session, but it just wakes me up and gets me actually wanting to go. But like I've never gone out and bought an actual pre workout. I think that's more because if I go out and buy a pre workout, I feel like I have to use it. And I don't want to. Become, yeah. I don't like the idea of feeling like if I don't have a pre workout, I can't train. Oh, I won't be able to perform if not. If not my pre workout, I can't do this workout now because yeah. I've, I've left it at home or I've not made one now or I've, I forgot about it. And I don't like. It's, it's that placebo thing, isn't it? Like if you if you take something all the time and then you suddenly haven't got it. Like if you always lift in a lifting belt and then you suddenly haven't got your lifting belt, are you going to fucking melt down? Are you going to suddenly yeah, not be able to? Yeah, you on it. Yeah, suddenly you... your placebo becomes a nocebo. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah, and that's the same with the, the pre-workout stuff. I totally get the people who maybe take it before big sessions. Uh, but I've just never found that, that I, as we'll come on to the ingredients wise, caffeine is one of the fucking main drivers and yeah. cannibal coffee has got it in abundance so i feel like that's all i pretty much need if i'm if i do need anything yeah and it's good I mean, value for money things, as well. but uh you know the main for me pre-workout foundation is caffeine yeah. so for me it's just coffee but in that obviously one night i don't be taking about eight cups of coffee as a pre-workout i was rather getting one big highly dosed um keg <laughs> let's not talk about what happened that time if that's what you're thinking yeah Half the fucking bag yeah. of cannibal coffee. Yeah. <laughs> that was yeah. a spicy run. <laughs> go, go back and listen to that uh, that coffee episode if you want to uh, hear about that. That was, a, <laughs> it was an interesting story. Yeah. I'd rather not talk about it. I'm still traumatised. <laughs> yeah. Right, well, um, we'll go to the main bulk of the episode, which is where we're going to break down all the ingredients like we've done with some of the other episodes of the series in the past. And we're going to start with one of the big boys that comes up quite a lot, and that is beta alanine. So... Um, I think it was Adam, wasn't it, uh, in a recent Chat Pieces episode where he mentioned that Matt, uh, Matt Frazier, CrossFit uh, Games uh, champion for five years in a row, he went on the Joe Rogan podcast and he mentioned that he took it and apparently yeah. sales went up like massively in the CrossFit space for this supplement just because yeah. he said it. Uh, uh, and the question is, does it actually do anything? Because not only can you take it individually on its own, which is, you know, that's a separate sort of conversation itself. We're going to be looking at it more as in a pre-workout. You know, is, is it useful in a pre-workout? And the main thing it actually does, which is something a lot of you are going to be able to um, relate to, is that tingly feeling. So when you take a pre-workout and your oh, face starts yeah. feeling like, what, what the fuck's going on Covered in bees. Covered in bees, yeah. That is, the, the thing responsible for that is beta-alanine. And that 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 is, is harmless, so don't worry about it. It's not going to, like, it doesn't fuck you up. But it doesn't actually, apart from the placebo of, you feel like, what the fuck is going on? My face is on fire, I need to start lifting weights. That feeling doesn't actually give you anything physiologically, like, driving you forward in your workouts maybe it might, it might do just because your fucking face is on fire 
but that feeling it doesn't actually do anything it's just it's a feeling to down with a dose so it's, it's normally doing having too much of it than your body is ready for it's called paresthesia yeah thank god you said it because i'm gonna fucking try and say yeah <laughs> paresthesia it, it is a anyone that's taken it will instantly know what we're talking about it does feel like you're covered in bees it is a really light I mean, depending on how much you take of it, it's like an intense tingling sensation. Um, it does remind me of, you know, movies I've seen where people have taken LSDs and they're trying to claw bugs off themselves. It is a pretty horrendous feeling. Some people actually like it. As I said, some people use it as like a buzz, don't they, to like get it yeah. like in, in the zone? Well, it's one of those things where, I mean, yeah, it keeps you in the zone because you, you, you just feel like you've been crawling, uh, have ants crawling all over you. But yeah, I mean, um, it's one of those things where it... <sighs> It's a bit. This is a bit of a weird one, but it's like just because you are feeling something doesn't necessarily mean you might be getting the benefits that you might be thinking you are. So if we if we go back to what beta alanine actually is, it's essentially something that's trying to increase muscle carnosine concentrations, right? And what this does is it increases uh, and enhances intracellular proton buffering. Some absolute buzzwords there, right? So that what, is back to the future. Basically, what that actually is is it's aiming to improve your sort of output in short durations right so most papers look up to i think yeah up to four minutes is what most studies will look at and that's where you see most benefit anything above four minutes it doesn't seem to come in like this beta-alanine effect of proton buffering doesn't come to effect what that what that buffering actually means really is is that so you know when you get like a lactic acid build up almost that buzzword that gets front your legs mm-hmm. start burning let's say you do let's say you're doing a, a 500 meter row best effort you know you're doing loads of intervals of that and your legs are on fucking fire the idea of this proton buffering um, thing that's going on is it's trying to uh, sort of hold that back a bit so it doesn't come in so soon. Do you know what I mean? Does that make sense? Well, for normal people, you might be able to go a little bit more, a little bit more to failure on your on your weight training. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. On your, which is which is a good <laughs> the thing. Normal people, yeah, yeah. which is, it's a good thing, though, isn't it? Right, you'd want yeah. that. Of course, you'd want that. Uh, and this is why this is such a you know well-known uh, supplement uh, popular supplement well i wouldn't say popular but it's why it's a uh, it's one of the key players in a good pre-workout but the issue with this is now which is something we come on to is that it's something that you don't it doesn't acutely do anything so what that means is that when you take beta alanine straight away apart from that tingly sensation if you take a bit of a large dose it doesn't actually yes. do anything it doesn't do this whole proton buffer thing this this happens after yeah. so just because it's ting this is what i was trying to say just because it's tingling doesn't necessarily mean that it's acting as a buffer so this increase in muscle carnosine concentration, this is something that happens over time. It's not something that happens after one dose. You have to build up yeah. over time. And I think we'll come on to that a little bit uh, later on. Almost like when you supplement with creatine, just like yeah. with creatine, you need to be taking it consistently. It's not one of those things where you just pop it once, twice a week. You need to be consistently taking it. Yeah, you're trying to saturate, aren't you? That's the idea. And once you get to that saturation point, then you're going to start to see the benefits. We've got a main analysis here, which... Just a, you know, evidence based on like all, the, all those buzzwords. It's from uh, Hobbs and Ettel, uh, and they did find an improvement over four minutes. So I said earlier about over four minutes, um, yeah. And this was compared to placebo, which is quite interesting. However, the effect on over four minutes was much smaller than the one to four minute time domain. So yeah. if if anyone says to you, "Oh yeah, but you can't," it will work for stuff over four minutes. Yes, it will. But bear in mind, not the effect is yeah, not significant compared to that one to four minute uh, range, which is you know it's, it's important to note. So basically, with beta alanine, it's like a more of a short term, uh, short performance. So think about yeah, your row, your five hundred meter row, um, your sprints possibly. Yeah, you your sprints. I'd thought yeah, and then yeah, like your yeah, your, your resistance training as well. Because let's be honest, how many of us are lifting weights for four minutes plus? 
Yeah, exactly. Do you know what it, I mean? Yeah, yeah, I get you. I get you. Question is though, really, is how much do you actually need to to get this effect? Because with all supplements, there is obviously the magic is is in the dosage. So we've got a merit analysis here from 2020. Uh, it's from Rosende et al. Fantastic name. What a name. Yeah. Um, and the results indicated that the previously published beta alanine studies probably haven't come close to fully saturating muscle carnosine storage. So now this is this is where we get interesting because th- you thought I was probably going to tell you how much you need, but what we're saying is is that a lot of previous studies perhaps have been underdosed hmm. which is which is interesting because they've actually shown a benefit but if they're underdosed as well and they're still showing a benefit is i mean does that mean that we've basically underestimated or maybe slightly underestimated its potential uh in this one plus to four they've not done time. like a loading phase throughout as well yeah absolutely i mean it's, it's yeah this is a really interesting paper because if we looked at what the issn said uh, the recommended dose based on the current literature is four to six grams a day for four weeks uh, and yeah. then ideally split into small amounts because, as we said, that tingly feeling is due to having basically too much of one go. Uh, yeah. I think it's I think it's below 1.4 or 1.6 grams. I think if you get to 1.6, anything below that normally yeah. doesn't stimulate that feeling. Anything above is when you start to get the, the tingles. But this is the interesting thing about that as well is that you can counteract that tingling feeling. So what we said was basically you've not got to take it in one big dose and get the effect straight away. It's something that gradually you gradually saturate your body. So once again, it's not like you just take it and then off you go. It's like, no, no, you've got to keep taking it every day until you saturate yourself before you properly see the effects away from placebo. So this is where you can actually avoid the whole tingling sensation if you just take micro doses. So instead of taking a big six gram whack, you might take a couple of, just a couple just a couple of grams throughout yeah. the day until yeah. you eventually hit your six grams and because you're micro dosing it it means that you'll know you, you you might mitigate the chance of getting that horrible you know bees are calling up my rectum feeling <laughs> yeah fucking hell too right you don't <laughs> sorry about that image <laughs> some people do like it though some people do like the feeling but if you don't like don't. that feeling then i don't either yeah micro, micro dose it 1.6 grams seems to be that the sweet spot yeah. maybe take a few yeah, doses right. of that instead uh, and then play the dosing because, as I said there, it's interesting to see that there was actually a meta done, which potentially highlighted that we've, we've actually not been fully saturated in these studies, which just shows mm. that if you were, the results would be even more significant. So mm. that's good news. It's not bad news. It's good news. So maybe you just need to make sure you're actually getting enough. And this is where we're going to come on to some common pre-workouts now and tell you what their dose is. So we're going to use the same set of products. We've got no like affiliation with any of them. I literally just want to Google and just picked a few sort of at random some popular ones as well uh, some pretty cool sounding ones too so we'll start with the pre-workout uh, that's for my yep. protein the pre-workout plus that's got 3.2 grams in redcon one total war has 3.2 grams in optimum nutrition gold standard pre-workout has 1.5 in c4 original pre-workout has 1.6 grenade 50 caliber 1.5 podium fuse which is a new crossfit brand by uh matthew fraser and uh, some other some other guys as well course yeah, cool. I thought I'd mention that. We've got a lot of CrossFit listeners, I think. Uh, that, that's 3.2 as well. Uh, NXT, TNT, Nuclear Pre. <laughs> that's got three grams. Uh, so essentially, the most common sort of thing there is it seems to be around three grams. 3.2 grams seems to be the seems to be the buzzword. And do you know why that is? Because while the ISSN has stated between four, uh, four to six, I think bear in mind the ISN looks at that meta-analysis I mentioned earlier. I think that's why they've got a bit higher. 3.2 has been previously stated as the entry point for dosing. So it's normally between 3.2 and 6.4. Yeah. So these companies, if they put 3.2 in, technically they can put, um, what would be the word, clinical dose. A lot of them, they put clinically yeah. dosed with beta-alanine. They've basically put the bare minimum in. The bare minimum. That's been shown in any sort of literature to have an effect. So they can now put, we've got the clinical dose of beta-alanine that's going to help your performance. And they're not lying. 
But then there's something else we've got to consider here. Now, what is quite popular for people to do who tend to take pre-workouts in regards to how much they take with a pre-workout? Double scooping is quite popular, isn't it? Yes. Well, someone else said double dose. a meme now. Well, someone it? did. Someone else said they double dose, didn't they? Yeah. It's become a meme now. Oh, two scoops, you know. And as, you know, as hardcore as that might sound, actually, you're probably just getting the proper recommended dose by double scooping. But then that leads on to another problem, which is, well, what if one ingredient's like the highest amount that you should be taking, mm. but then the beta alanine is low? So, yeah, okay, you're now double scooping, you're getting the right amount of beta alanine, but now you're on like a thousand milligrams of caffeine. Yeah, and your fucking heart's racing and you're in shit yeah. state. But I think we're going to kind of go more into that later on. But yeah, that is something I want people to kind of consider straight away from the get go. This is where it becomes. This is why I like to dose my own pre workouts. You know what's in it then, don't you? Because if you're double scooping one thing or another, you, you might. You, oh, okay, you might be getting the the more clinically significant dosage of one ingredient, but now you might be double dosing on another and getting too much. Do you know? You see what I mean? It's fucking expensive as well, double dosing. Let's be honest. Oh yeah, exactly. Double. Yeah, of course. Yeah. These obviously, as you said, they got 3.2, which is the lower end, but obviously newer studies are basically suggesting that, look, you probably want more than the 3.2. You probably want to be going up. I mean, yeah. even as they said, some of, a lot of them are underdosed, so potentially even more could be beneficial. But then it mm. becomes it becomes more practicality of can you actually get that? Like, If you've got to take 1.6 grams four or five times a day, that's going to be very hard to manage because you'll probably forget most of the time or you know you just you, you, you just won't do it, basically. It's easier to do it in smaller doses. But why why do these pre-workouts have the three grams in then the three grams plus in there obviously some even got less which is fucking even more useless but because it's cheaper to manufacture mate well the reason they got three grams as we said obviously yeah they do the lowest clinical dose right because you said it's cheaper it's a good buzzer plus we've mentioned it loads of times that tingly feeling right i reckon a lot of them they do it on purpose because oh yeah the placebo of that if you take something they want you to know it's working i'm feeling right? this yeah wow my face is tingling this this fucking pre-workout is it's, it's mega it's working you know what I mean? So I think that's another reason why they have it in there because they know that you're going to think it's working. And like what I tried to explain at the beginning, just because you're feeling something happening doesn't necessarily mean it's giving you the performance effect that you think it might be giving you. Do you see what I kind of mean? Well, here? as we said, like it, it doesn't do anything acutely. It has to be chronically yeah. taken. It, has to oh, be it chronically does something taken. acutely. It gives you that tingling feeling. But in regards to performance, not yeah. so much. I want to make clear, though, I'm not saying that, that it, that's pointless because that tingly feeling, even though it could be a placebo, that's a good thing. If someone feels perked up and ready to go because of that feeling, that's a good thing. Yeah, that's a point. Yeah, it's not what? Some people do like it and it keeps yeah, yeah. them... I mean, look, what's going to keep you more alert than feeling like you're being <laughs> covered in cockroaches? Fucking so hornets all over your yeah, in hindsight, if that works for some people, Go fair enough. Um, but yeah, now we've probably ruined the placebo from. Well, that's the only reason that's, that that makes you feel so. So don't, if you take another pre-workout and it's not got a beta in it and you think, oh, I don't feel anything, it's not working. Don't think the pre-workout's not doing anything. It's just because it's not got that one ingredient in, you yeah? know? Exactly. Well, mate. You right mate? No, my phone's vibrating, the work phone. Oh, look like giving yourself a reach around. Well, yeah, I am that as well. <laughs> what I'm listen what I do in the podcast time is my time okay <laughs> well, it is until it goes public <laughs> then it's everyone's time yeah I like people to know <laughs> it's my thing it's my kink <laughs> oh, I like the um, feedback <laughs> I want to quickly touch on this final little part as well so ingestion of beta alanine as part of a multi-ingredient pre-workout product may be effective if the supplementation period is sufficient to increase carnitine levels and the product is taken for at least four weeks minimum two 
So that is important, right? So they're saying it can be effective in a pre-workout. This is just an extract from a study. So that, that can be uh, good in a pre-workout. But key thing there, if it's chronically taken essentially for approximately four weeks, and that'd be, that'd be like a daily thing. Yeah. And most people I've got feedback from don't take it every day. They take it before certain sessions. Yeah. Which means they're never going to get to that saturation level. Um, and then I've got to admit that I didn't know about this until about two years ago when I looked a bit deeper into beta alanine, which by then I'd stopped taking it. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I, I didn't know either. But by all means though, guys, it's a fucking good supplement. So if you want to buy it separately as its own supplement, I'd highly recommend it because the, you know, the proof's out there. It does seem to actually you know have a big effect. If you take yeah. it chronically at the doses we've said, so at the moment it seems to be four to six grams. But obviously play around with that depending on, a lot of the times it'd be body size as well. If you're a larger athlete, maybe you might yeah. be more. And remember, you can microdose it throughout the day, so you haven't got to have that feeling like you know someone's prodding you with a red hot poker yeah, in the face. Exactly. Unless you like that feeling, who knows? It might get you going. Yeah, in which case, um, just don't ever contact me. <laughs> what Weirdo, you fucking freak. Yeah, <laughs> Okay, we'll move on to the the next ingredient, which is another big hitter, and that is caffeine. Yeah. So, oh yeah, <laughs> we've we've actually spoke about caffeine before in our Cannibal Coffee episode, which we've mentioned about fourteen times in the episode now. Uh, that was, I think, if you want to actually go listen to that, I'm not linked to it yet, but I think it's chatshitgetfit.com/coffee. Uh, we spoke to Cannibal Coffee uh, and Duncan, the guy who uh, you know founded the company, um, and we spoke quite a bit about caffeine. There. So, a bit of a recap. If you cast your minds back, I think at the time we said the commonly stated effective dose is three to six milligrams per kilo which yeah. we established is quite a lot. For me, that's that's roughly going to be about... 400 five, For me, if I want to make sure I'm getting a performance boost out of this, I want to go into the higher end, I'm looking at 550 milligrams or something like that of caffeine. Yeah. So quite a lot. I mean, for all the studies on caffeine, you could pretty much go to our yeah episode on coffee and you can yeah, see all the links there because that pretty much crossovers, uh, crosses over and ties into this episode as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and remember that note. So if you want to just sit there, if you're sitting there and you're not driving, whatever, maybe just have a calculation yourself, then we'll go on to the actual doses in these products and you can sort of compare it. But I just want to make a point clear, though. If you're a lifter, for example, and you don't tolerate caffeine very well at high doses, because you don't have it very often, you might want to identify a sort of a lower effective dose. So you might want to start on about 1.5 to 2 milligrams per kilo. Have a play around with it, see how you feel, and then work your way up. Because you don't want to go straight with 6 per kilo when you've never, you don't even drink coffee, and then your body has a fucking meltdown. This is where the whole double scooping thing, you know, becomes a problem again as well. Yeah. Because once again, some pre-work... So listen, I'm, I'm going to come out and say it. To me, the main ingredient for a pre-workout should be caffeine. But most pre-workouts I see tend to be very underdosed in caffeine. Mm-hmm. Because of the, because they're appealing to a very wide demographic of people... They would, they would yeah. rather, they would rather. There's two reasons, really. Basically, they would rather not have the risk of someone having a fucking heart meltdown. Yeah, plus, true. Plus, those same people, if they take it and they're not, they're not a habitual ca- uh, coffee. So you and me, we're, we, you know, habitually we take coffee, right? We drink coffee, so we're quite good with caffeine. That's a really know? nice way of saying that. You know, we are basically addicted to caffeine. Well, we are great, but you know what I mean. So, yeah. <laughs> but someone who's not, if they went in with, let's say, a, a properly dosed pre-workout, 500 milligrams of caffeine, they might feel, they might, their heart start pounding. They're going to feel horrible. They're never going to buy it again. Why would you buy it again if it makes you feel like that? So by putting a lower dose in, which might give you, I don't know, a little perp up, maybe give you a little... Playing it safe. Yeah, they're playing it safe. They know you're going to get a little bit of a buzz, but maybe not enough to boost your performance, but they don't really care about that. They do to a degree, but they want you to come back and buy more. No doubt, but like anyone that makes... like any, Any supplement provider that makes like a genuinely 
serious pre-workout mm. they will know to put a high dose of uh, caffeine in there but for you know the the normies let's say <laughs> i feel really bad using that word now but the the general population when they look at the back of a tub the word caffeine isn't going to excite them no they want to see the propriety blend they want to see turbo nitrous oxide formula and all these other random buzzwords. And that's that's why they do put the other stuff in because they can they lower the caffeine dose a little bit. They can put this other stuff in which they say is going to boost your energy. So they hope that all these things together makes the equivalent effect. Um, yeah. But as I said, mate, I, I, I don't blame them too much for putting a lower dose in because as I said, people aren't... All, the optimal dose of caffeine, right, for everyone is so different. We're all different in that, yeah. in that way. They can't take the risk of everyone just fucking absolutely, you know, 500 grams plus uh, milligrams plus of caffeine in their uh, products because it'll just fuck people up and they won't sell any so they're better off having a bit less right uh, that's that's why obviously Tom makes his own because then he can he can dose it to him as an individual mm. let's go into some common caffeine amounts per serving then shall we of some uh, the products again so we'll start at the top then the pre-workout plus 300 milligrams per serving not bad, not bad. That's not red, bad at all. Red now Con we're talking. One, yeah, no, red Con 1, Soap to War, 320. It's a bit more there. Good. We then drop down a bit here with Optimum Nutrition Gold Standard, 175. Yeah. C4, 150. <laughs> C4 is the, the ultimate um, beginner's pre-workout. I know, yeah. It is, isn't it? Yeah. 150, no, honest 150 to God, like, I, I've seen people dry scooping C, tub, a, like a, a single scoop of C4 in the gym and um act like they're really big bollocks it's like mate come on this is a this is a night nurse for me yeah yeah cowpole this will send me to sleep this is cowpole yeah cowpole yeah yeah Yeah, bless oh bless oh i remember my first baby chino (laughs) (laughs) oh we're going to your next one here tom the one you used to have grenade 50 caliber 275 as i said i was a normie not bad for a normie not bad though workout uh Podium Fuse has got 200 milligrams, which is that CrossFit one. But they on their, they're, they're, you know, CrossFit is like their buzzwords. They, it says 200 milligrams, but on their website, they actually say it's like 250 because they've got like this 50 grams of this like slow release fucking astro mega spatial caffeine in there as well. <laughs> spatial caffeine. I'm just saying buzzwords now. Uh, yeah, yeah, so they've got 200 good. in, 200 of actual normal caffeine. And then NXT, TNT Nuclear is lacking in the nuclear side of things with only 175. Yes. So that's, that's across cool. the across the board there. I mean, it's quite a big range there. Was the lower end of 175 or 150? Sorry, up to 320. Um, I'd say 300 milligrams around. That's actually not too because if you, as I said, we said three to six milligrams per kilo. Yeah. Yeah. Think about how how people weigh. Completely different. You know, men, women, the, the broad spectrum of sizes and shapes. Yeah. They're never going to have to cater to everyone individually. So they've got to find a happy medium where they won't fuck people up, but they won't do nothing so this one's called pre-workout plus sorry what what the my protein one uh yeah the my protein one was it just called the pre-workout oh no the pre- pre-workout plus uh oh i'm back on dolphin fitness again do you know why it's called plus tom because it's got a slow release spatial astro fucking formula in there uh, do you know what looking at this it's actually not too it's actually not too bad because i'm actually no, looking not. at it and so when i now once again this is what i was worried about so 300 milligrams of caffeine is not too bad me, I'd like to go on the higher end of fins, but that's the fin. Okay, what if I wanted to double scoop that now? 600 milligrams of caffeine is quite, yeah, that's quite a big B. That is a lot of caffeine, let's be honest. But then at the same time, well, am I now going to be uh, 
double dosing on things like citrulline and beta alanine, etc. And actually, no, it's, it's not too bad, actually. But you know, I'd always it's say, Tom, bad. so if you're taking these products, which, you know, some of them are great, if you want to get more caffeine in because you feel like you're somebody who can tolerate it well and you want to get the more ergogenic effects, Pops and have pro a couple plus in. Well, well, maybe not pro plus, but I was going to have a cup of coffee Why if you not? like coffee. Well, I just I don't I just feel like coffee would be better, wouldn't it? Well, yeah, but you know, if we're in the lab and you uh yeah. In the lab? What what are you on about yeah. in the lab? I don't know, I'm just thinking about when I was doing my highs and I'm literally just describing what I used to do with my pre workouts. <laughs> what pro plus are they? Crush them up. Well, you've got to think like a can of monsters only like what, one seventy, one eighty milligrams of caffeine. So yeah, pop some pro plus in off you go. That's gun. a good point actually. I think we should probably mention um Monster. Monster's got hundred and sixty milligrams per can. Yeah, so as which is actually more than a scoop of C4. <laughs> yeah, that's just bad, isn't it? And Come I'll be on, honest, guys. mate, if I, have a can, if I have a can of Monster Ultra now, I don't feel anything. Yeah, oh, I'll go and sleep like a baby. Yeah, it doesn't do, any, it doesn't do me anything now. I just like the taste of it, to be honest. But then again, we are habitual caffeine users. That's what I'm saying. Like, if you're taking yeah. these things all the time, the dose you require is going to have to go up and you're going to get to put, ah. you need six milligrams per kilo. So, yeah, once again, like, going back, this is another thing with caffeine is that you can... I mean, there is some evidence to show that if you're a habitual user of high caffeine intakes, then you might not get as much of a benefit out of caffeine as a pre-workout. Now, that's not to say that you're not getting any benefit whatsoever. I mean, we kind of explained this in our in our coffee slash caffeine episode, but let's just say you drink a single cup of coffee every day. Then if you go for a highly caffeinated pre-workout, then yeah, you're going to see an effect. But let's just say you're like me and you drink 10 cups a day non-negotiable you have 10 cups a day well I'm, I'm being dramatic here Bill you know I'm well, being I dramatic so. if I can defib over there I'm, I'm, we'll, we'll talk half of the podcast I, I, I need help <laughs> fucking sounds, 10 cups I do need day. help yeah I've, I've got even, <laughs> three, three tops I'm not even joking I know there's some people that are going to be listening to this going yeah yeah he's, this is generally his cry for help now <laughs> people yeah. I work with but I mean yeah um, let's just say someone takes extreme amounts of caffeine a day Oh, I don't want to say extreme. Let's just say a high, a very habitual caffeine user when they drink a lot of coffee every day. Then yeah, having a pre-workout probably ain't going to give them as much of an effect if as if uh, they wasn't a habitual coffee drinker. Yeah, do you know what I mean? So there is that to take into account as well. But this is where it's weird is that um, so there's us saying okay, like some things you might not want to be taking all the time in high doses otherwise you're not going to feel the effects as much but at the same time there's certain ingredients such as beta alanine where it's like actually no you do want to be taking that often so do you see where it gets a bit weird here yeah this is is, yeah we'll come this is why this is why i like to individually dose certain ingredients Mm. in pre-workouts yeah yeah we'll go more about that at the end We'll move on to the next one then, um, which is something you might not have actually heard of that is in quite a lot of pre-workouts, and that is L-citrulline, or you probably see it as well, citrulline malate as well, which is on the back of uh, pre-workouts. Uh, so what's the point of this one then? Because you probably haven't heard of it. So it's supposed to improve strength, endurance, and work capacity. Uh, and we'll come on to the certain sports and stuff which are gonna, you know, can hugely benefit from this. Uh, so essentially what happens is once you absorb your citrulline, uh, it gets converted to arginine. And actually, some stuff actually has arginine in it straight away, which is which is interesting itself. Which then can be converted to nitric oxide, and then this what this causes something called vaso <laughs> vasodilation. Smash why why are you laughing? Because I was just expecting me to fuck up. Vasodilation is what happens there, um, and what this does is it increases blood flow to the active muscles. Right, so the muscles are working. It's increasing the blood flow. Basically, it increases your output. 
Yeah, nitric oxide is usually the thing that gives you <laughs> people take it so they get a pump. Pump, yeah, pump, yeah, yeah. I'd like to say, yeah. It blood flowing. Is it yeah, pump? Yeah, <laughs> right, Arnold. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, but that's essentially what it does, right? So the amount of research in this field has actually grown quite a lot, uh, you know, up, up to now, which is obviously a good thing. So it means we can be more conclusive of our, with our, uh, or with our, conclu- our conclusions, I suppose, <laughs> to put it simply. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, but what that also means is when we get more papers, there's increases the likelihood of things like major analysis because as we spoke about before, a major analysis is a pool of papers. You can't have that if there's only two papers on a topic because that'd be a very poor major analysis when they're just looking at two papers. That's um, just two papers. It's just two papers, yeah, with <laughs> yeah. a fancy title, right? <laughs> it's called cool, our major analysis is a bit, uh, yeah, yeah, a bit far out actually. there, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, but we've got one here from 2019 by Trexler et al. Uh, and it found that citrulline... Big Trex. Su- big tre- oh, right, dabbing, fucking hell. Yeah. Oh, yeah, tre- oh, we all know about Big Trex, don't we? Um, well, the listeners probably don't know about Trex, but... Nah. They're not in with us. They're over the click. Normies. In, in, We're going to edit that out, me calling well, our listeners normies. They will be in the click when we launch our thing next month. Yeah. we've not yet announced. But when we launch that, you are going to be able to get in the click, which is going to be very exciting. Mm. Anyway, it sounds very... We sound always gatekeeperish now. Like the thing we hate, we're becoming the gatekeepers of the click. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you you don't take your 500 milligrams of caffeine. <laughs> <laughs> Taking the piss out of C4 users. There's bound to be one listener looking tearfully at it. Well, someone put C4, didn't they, in the Instagram post. Yeah. Oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> Throw it away. Throw it all away. Oh. <laughs> anyway, let's get back to Big Treks. So Big Treks, that meta-analysis found that it, it did it did increase uh, strength endurance and power endurance relative to a placebo. Um, and then, But for strength and power together, the effect was trivial to small, which was a bit interesting when I was reading. I was like, okay, what? what's more important, though, is the effect seemed to be in magnitude to things like creatine. Um, and caffeine and beta-alanine. So things we just spoke about there, which we have we spoke about creatine before, said it's massive. Beta-alanine, we've just basically concluded it's awesome. Caffeine, we just said it's awesome. And they found that this, uh, L-citrulline, has a similar effect to the same sort of um, significance, which is, which is fucking massive, isn't it? Mm. But once again, this is in high-intensity performance. So that obviously limits its, you know... Yeah the methodology of your training essentially it sounds really good but i want to note something as well important here is that this meta only included studies that provided a dose of at least three grams of citrulline at least 30 minutes prior to testing so that's important um, outside of that dose you can't be as confident uh, with it because obviously you can only be as confident as the doses they've used in said study and you can't always assume that more will equal better that doesn't always mm. that doesn't always work. We spoke about other episodes where they've dosed more and it's done nothing. What was it before actually? One that was really important. CBD. Do you remember CBD? God, yeah. Oh, Dan's gonna start on that. Do I remember that? Do you remember that? We've done two episodes. Jesus. Fucking thing, we? But on Your that, first one Twitter of, argument. <laughs> don't fucking don't bring it up again. But no, they one of the I think it's about was it epilepsy or something. Basically, one of it they found that three hundred milligrams did something, but nine hundred did fuck all. Yeah. Which is which just makes you think that it was. It was like a weird the Goldilocks story, isn't it? Just right. Yeah, just right. Which is could be the same for this. So more won't necessarily mean you're going to get fucking even more of a pump, basically. But it does seem like, just looking at the current evidence, it does seem like a bit of a no-brainer for people where strength endurance is going to be massive. So if you're a CrossFit athlete, for example, which is, you know, getting bigger and bigger, or strong, strong man events, they, they rely on strength endurance. This is this is basically a no-brainer. If you're not if you're not taking it, uh, I mean, obviously I do CrossFit, I don't take it, but I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm a fucking competitive athlete, really, in the grand scheme of things. But if you are someone who is, you know, competing, it does look like a no-brainer on paper. And I don't think it's that expensive, really, is it? No, it's quite cheap. I, yeah. Uh, well, obviously, in this context, we're talking about L-citrulline. I used <laughs> right. to take citrulline. Malate. Malate. I, can, which, I can't pronounce it. God, yeah. help me, Bill. Right. Malate. Malate. 
Malat. Malat. Yeah, it doesn't really matter, does it? Citrulline Malat. And with that ice, that that was really cheap. Yeah. That was cheap. But outside of strength endurance, so basically left and right of that, it's it's basically a maybe at the moment in terms of benefits. We need yeah. more studies basically to test to see if a small boost in training volume is going to convert to strength gains and muscle growth. Mm. Um, you'd, you'd like to think it will be, but there's been instances in the past where it's not been the case. Uh, so we, yeah, we can't be conclusive on that. But yeah, if you're maybe a cross athlete, a strong man, somebody who you know, requires strength endurance, seems like a bit of a no-brainer. Now, more importantly, though, is what about its inclusion in pre-workout? Well, hmm. I would personally say, I don't know what you say, I wouldn't rely on a pre-workout to get your dose of citrulline in, simply because a lot of them can be underdosed, and that's obviously not a good thing. Yeah, I mean, once again, we're talking about L-citrulline. Um, but yeah, I have seen a lot of... This is actually the, this is actually one of the ingredients where most times I look at pre-workouts and think, okay, I need to double-dose this, because I've seen it where it's like, oh, Bear in mind, I'm talking about citrulline mallet here. Mm-hmm. But when I wanted to get citrulline mallet, I, I actually go for eight grams. Yeah. All the evidence I've seen, it says eight grams. So bear in mind, what you said was L-citrulline, which is a lower dose. Citrulline mallet, it was eight. If we actually look at them doses then, so I said under dose, there are some actually which are quite good doses. Yeah. So what they found is that like the doses that tend to be typically effective are, as you said, eight to nine grams of citrulline malate, yeah. which equates to 4.5 to five grams of plain L-citrulline around that equation. So yeah. And I said, obviously, the study above that said three grams. So what I've just basically contradicted myself saying that more than three grams does seem to do a bit more when you go up to five grams, potentially. I mean, for example, put it this way. So let's uh, let's look at combat fuels, you know, pre-workout. So you've got eight grams of citrulline malate there in one serving or per really? serving. Is that they got? Yeah. That's really but good. But then the beta alanine is 3.5. Mm. And then the caffeine is 300. So if I'm caffeine sensitive... Yeah. No, I just want to stick to that 300 milligrams. I don't want to go any more than that. Double scooping, I'm going to be getting, what, 16 grams of a citrine mallet. Yeah, which this is, is why I like to do my own, you see. But to be fair, mate, combat fuel, that's actually a really good dose because I'm going to compare the yeah, other citr- citrulline amounts now. Uh, the pre-workout plus has got six grams in. Uh, Redcon 1 Total War has six grams in. Uh, this, These two, I've, I've, okay, so... Red Contour War put six grams of malate because they specified in the ingredients list it was citrulline malate. The rest of them, some of them didn't specify. They just said L-citrulline on the back of the packet, which doesn't, which isn't clear because is it L-citrulline or is it citrulline malate? You know, um, optimum, optimum nutrition gold standard pre-workout only has 0.75. What? Yeah, 0.75, mate. Jesus you, Christ. So even if that, even if that is plain old L-citrulline, that's fucking way below, way below any doses. Yeah. But then, once again, like if you want to get the right amount, how many servings are you now having to have? And what what are you now triple, quadruple, Joe? Well, I mean, to be fair, mate, they only had 150 milligrams of caffeine in, so... <laughs> yeah, fucking hell. You could probably get away with three doses. <laughs> Still, to get my eight to get my eight grams, yeah, yeah. you know, of citrulline, that, then I'm finally, I'm getting like 600 grams of caffeine. Yeah, 600 grams of caffeine, sorry, 600 milligrams. Yeah. Whew, 600 grams of caffeine. Now we're talking. Uh, C4, so the cow pole of the pre-workout world, they didn't actually have any uh, citrulline malate in there. They had arginine, which is something, if you remember, I remember I said at the yeah. start, that is the thing that um, it gets turned into to make, uh, to go into nitric oxide and then obviously increase blood flow and all, that, all those buzzwords. Um, yeah. But, it's in, but we didn't have much on that. It's quite, I mean, I've not seen, that's like the only one I saw of it in there. I don't know. I'm, I'm not really sure why they put I'd have to, I can't really be conclusive on that, but... Arginine, far- alpha, keto, glutarine, 
and arginine is the same one thing. Gram. It's the nitric oxide thing again. So it's all very oh, similar. Shit. It's got the similar one point six grams of beta alanine as well. Jesus. What C four? Yeah. Mm. Oh. Oh. Yeah, I fancy a nap. Was it one point six? The one I'm looking at is C4 ripped. Yeah, C4 1.6. Yeah, 1.6. Yeah, that's right, yeah. So, yeah, if you fancy a nap, take some C4. <laughs> um, <laughs> grenade 50 caliber, that had 1.5 grams of malate in. So, that actually specified oh. citrally malate and it had 1.5. So, that's fucking, yeah, great. Four shows. Not, not much use at all. Podium fuse, so the new CrossFit one, four grams. Yeah, so, there we go. Now, for me, I'm going to double scoop that. But then, what am I then getting double of? Where else am I now up in dosage? But I once they, they they didn't specify as well if it was just L citrulline on the on the website oh, it right. says it says L citrulline but it, you couldn't see I couldn't see on the ingredients if it was malate or not so if that is yeah. just normal L citrulline it could be enough. See, it's confusing, isn't it? Yes, yeah, especially if you do if you do actually care about the dosages that are going in, going into you, you want to know what it is because L citrulline and citrulline malate. Different, different dosages. dosages yeah yeah and this is this is why as you said sometimes it's best to do it your fucking self because you know exactly what you're getting then uh for yourself because yeah. everyone's different aren't they everyone needs different stuff so uh and the final one nxt tnt nuclear once again not very nuclear 0.5 grams of mallet so nice useless absolutely useless but yeah yeah so another really great supplement on its own but in a pre-workout itself mm, it varies in doses, really, and varies in ingredients. Yeah. So you've got to make sure you keep your eye out uh, and find one that's going to actually make a difference because it does make a difference. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. At the end of the day, everything is in the dosage. The effect of something is in the dosage, the poison or the effect of it, you know, the benefit, it's all in the dosage unless you're just relying on, you know, placebo, in which case you guys are shelling out some serious money just for a placebo. Power placebo, mate. Marketing and placebo rules the world I know mate we need to you know we need to kind of get our own kind of placebo pre-workouts out there we've got fat burners we might as well get a fucking pre-workout we've got fat burners we need to get pre-workouts out there I mean primal pre-workout already sounds sounds so what did I do I had primal ash what should I call this one then what what could this one be primal power that could work there you go bosh primal primal power pre Primal Power Pre, Triple P, Triple P, mate. Works. There works you go. And, 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 and your, the label, it would look so slick. You Shall know. I tell you my doses? Shall I go through my doses then? What I'd have in mind. Go on in. Four minutes later. So to really make it effective, right? I'm just gonna. This is this is a, this is quite a. You'd have to be quite up there in training wise. So, beta alanine. Guess how much we're gonna have in there? No mercy. You're gonna get tingles. We're going six point six point four grams, mate. Six point four. We're, we're going for the highest end of the fucking doses. So straight away, I am not going to be double dosing this. One scoop no. is enough. Six point four. Half a scoop. You're going to feel like your face is being absolutely destroyed by hornets, but it's a primal brand, you know, very primal. You've That's got, what you've got we to want, though. Embrace we nature. Want to feel you know? something. Uh, now, what's the next ingredient? Caffeine. Guess how much caffeine we're going for, Tom? Six hundred milligrams. Absolutely. No messing yep, about. Six hundred milligrams. Gonna, if you want heart palpitations, probably won't take it. Um, next one is citrulline, right? How much do you reckon we have citrulline, Tom? Of L citrulline. We're going to have citrulline malate. It's cheaper, isn't it? Oh, let's go for eight to nine grams. Yeah, I'm going to go 10. I'm going to be safe. Let's do, yeah, let's be safe. Let's Fuck do it. science off. I've no science in there. I'm going yeah. 10. I'm round. I like a I round mean, number. That is going to be expensive to produce. Yeah, well, it's premium product, mate. Exactly. You know why it's a premium product? It's premium primal power pre. That's what there it you is. go. Triple All P. All the fucking P's. Quadruple P. Uh, I mean, obviously, the- I've got to bring out my mine onto the market as well. Uh, so I'm going to call mine industrial glue. Oh, industrial glue. Yep. And do you know what's going to be in it? 
I suppose it stays with the theme, doesn't it, of car batteries before you've now got to uh, Yep, exactly. Yeah. You can see a theme here and Just the main household, <laughs> household objects. The main ingredient is going to be well, it's, it's going to be industrial glue, mate. Right. So you sniff glue. Um, yep. I could probably get this on the shelves in wicks. Yeah. So yeah, uh, you sniff the glue, and yeah, off you off you go. I mean, there is a risk of solvent abuse. Yeah, there's a risk of abuse in anything, really, isn't there? You know, it's, it's semantics. I mean, if you're taking primal pre, you're probably not going to die. But if you are sniffing glue, you are probably going to, you know, be heard in the gym or die. Or die. Well, either way, you're being heard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, we'll come back to our uh, pre-workouts when we go through the rest of the ingredients because we need to add a few more ingredients to our to our list. We're also going to add some extra buzzwords as well. I've, I've, already, I've already got a fan favourite on there. So next one we're going to talk about, though, is taurine. Now, ah. you may have heard of this a lot because this is on energy drinks quite a lot and it's commonly associated with ball, ball spunk. So, yeah. oh, taurine, it's ball cum, isn't it? Uh, and Fuck, that's why I should have called my pre-workout. What, ball cum? <laughs> yeah, ball spunk, there you uh, go. <laughs> But the important thing to know is, while there is obviously some truth behind that, companies like Red Bull, uh, they do assure us, I mean, this is obviously them, I don't know how true it is, that the version of taurine they use is produced synthetically by pharmaceutical companies. And that, that makes sense for them to do that. I don't know why they would want to actually have real ball spunk in a can of Red Bull. I would not be happy with balls being ejaculated to make caffeinated uh, energy drinks. Well, this podcast has taken a turn for the worse, isn't it? <laughs> that's, that's it. <laughs> I know, mate. Who would have thought a year on? Jesus. What balls? What is happening? Yep. Imagine working in that factory. What, just jacking off balls? Yeah, like, imagine, like, you know, you you, you go to, like, your kid's school and it's like, oh, you know, what does your parent do for work day? You're like, well, dad wanks off a ball with his massive leather glove. Yeah. So you can have a can of Red Bull. Yeah, guess what my dad's bought in for us all to try. <laughs> <laughs> what, absolute concentrate before it goes to Red Bull? <laughs> oh, yeah, absolute, straight from the salt. So he, he's bought the ball into the, oh, God, no, let's move on. <laughs> let's move on, Quick. let's move on. Uh, so we're going to the uh, the actual science of touring then. So we've got a, uh, a 2021 review from the ISSM, which is uh, it's quite good, actually. Uh, limited and varied findings prohibit definitive conclusions regarding the efficacy of taurine on anaerobic, aerobic performance and metabolic outcomes. There are mixed findings for the effect of taurine consumption on improving recovery from training bouts and or mitigating muscle damage. So that's not a very good conclusion on taurine, if I'm being honest. Um, yeah. That's not great. And yeah. that's very that's very recent. That's a very recent review. Um the things as well, we found something else, didn't we? And that yes. is Yes. So at the moment we're just looking at touring just by itself. But of course, as you kind of see from everything we've said so far, with pre workouts, it's multiple ingredients. One of which is the most popular is caffeine, which we literally just spoke about. Yeah. Um now touring can affect caffeine in different ways. Now, when you take it, there is some evidence to show that if you take taurine in conjunction with caffeine, it can actually lessen the ergogenic effects of it. So, actually, having taurine with caffeine might actually slow down the performance effects you might have of it. But also the jitters. But also the jitters. If you get that, yeah. But if you're taking pre workout for performance, then why would you want to take something else to lower it? However, let's just say you do get the jitters having caffeine or pre-workout then perhaps you might want to have taurine after your workout to basically it's a let's let's be honest here pre-workout we're talking uppers and downers here so your pre-workout is your upper and your taurine would be your downer but you don't want to take both at the same time 
because then you end up in train spotting. There is that the reason I think the novice they put it in there. There has been some sort of papers which show a benefit. So small doses of 0.5 to 2 grams don't appear to be very ergogenic, but then in the same breath, the recommended dose, according to the ISSN, is 1 to 3 grams a day, 60 to 120 minutes before the activity. The problem is a lot of the conclusive results are on animal studies, and then this ISM, ISSN review from 2021 was the first one to actually examine it uh, on humans. Yeah. So it actually wanted to, it looked at humans with taurine supplementation on the effects of, as I said, aerobic, anaerobic, muscle damage, soreness, and recovery. Uh, and basically, the takeaway they came with is that you know it may offer some small benefit, but it's nothing groundbreaking, and it's not really doesn't seem to be worth. Especially you said yeah. the whole come down thing as well. I don't know why you'd want to. Exactly. The whole reason you take pre-workout is you want to go and, you know, commit GBH. Do you know what I think it is, well, Tom? We're going to the doses now of the actual what the products have got. And I think because ah, yes. the, the, they all seem to be on the lower end. And I think the reason that is because it's not enough maybe to do what you were saying about the... Because remember, that, to that affect effect... To affect ergogenic benefect. Yeah, so when we spoke off air about the, uh, that effect, and wasn't it something like you need about three grams plus for it to have that effect? Yeah, so yeah. quite a big dosage. Yes, you'd need the, the higher end of at. the recommended dose. Whereas... When these companies, as we're going to now, the pre-workout plus one gram, Redcon one total war one gram, Optima Nutrition zero, C four zero, <laughs> Grenade fifty caliber 0.75, Podium Fuse one, uh, NXT TNT. I couldn't find the exact uh, figure in there, but it is in there because on the ingredients list. But it's probably one again. Um, essentially, the one gram seems to be the the buzz number. And do you know why that is probably because once again they can say it's a clinical dose, but it's not enough to maybe do what you were saying with the caffeine thing. It's another thing on the label. Yeah. Right. I mean, look, at the end of the day, a lot of supplement companies are just hoping for the placebo effect. And if they can get away with just being able to legally put something on the label and say it's the, you know, it's the clinical dosage, they will. I'll be honest, just be honest, Tom, like, if you get all these things that have a small benefit, maybe a, pot- a potential, if you have them all together, maybe it adds up to something a little bit, you know? All little tiny more. small ones yeah. that all build up on top of each other. Yeah. Of course, yeah, but I mean, it's it's not taurine. Isn't doesn't seem to be. I mean, mega, really. Yeah, doesn't blow. Doesn't blow me away. Yeah, I'd rather not have it. I'd rather just have the jitters. <laughs> Right, uh, we'll move on to the uh, next one. So this one's quite interesting because we've spoke about it before and that is creatine. So if you haven't listened to that episode, it is, I think it was yeah. the first episode, chatshitgetfit.com slash creatine. Uh, and you actually find quite a few pre-workouts with it in. So we've established yeah. already that creatine is really great. And if you want to hear all the science and the doses and stuff, go back to the, the episode there. But like, is it needed in a pre-workout though? I'd be like, no, really, because most people buy pre-workouts separately because it's cheap and they can just get the doses straight away. Whereas if you're then having yeah. a pre-workout, that's just fucking everything up. Because it's never, if I actually look at the doses in a lot of these pre-workouts, it's normally on the lower end of stuff. It's like the minimal dose. It's like three grams normally. I mean, I've never I've never understood the reason for putting creatine into a pre-workout. Because with pre-workout, you want to get the effects rapid. But with creatine, you don't get that. With creatine, it's something that builds up over time. Chronic, it's a chronic, s- chronically dosing. Yeah, you're slowly a- saturating yourself. Once again, we've got an episode on creatine, go back and listen to it. But you are taking it on a daily basis and just gradually, chronically getting that into your system. Whereas with a pre-workout, you want to take that having 30 minutes to an hour, you want to be going. You want to be, you know, flash. Do you know what I mean? But with... <laughs> so it's one of those things like, yeah, creatine is great, but as a pre-workout, I don't see the point of doing it. It just seems like they're just putting something in 
to put some extra on the label. Well, mate, they know that every, a lot of people, it's quite well established now that creatine is one of the most researched, um, or creatine monohydrate is one of the most researched yeah. supplements out there. And they know if people see it, they go, oh, this is good. That's a good supplement. Eh? Let's get in there. Yeah. But unless, if, unless they're aware that it doesn't do anything acutely, yeah. then they're going to think it's amazing. So I'd rather than put something else in it, like just a, yeah, a little bit more caffeine or a little bit of more beta-alanine or a little bit more citrine mallet. If you're relying on your pre-workout to get your creatine intake and you're not using it every day, then it's you, that, that creatine is being useless as waste time. Yeah, that's another. I didn't think about that. Yeah, um, if you're on, if the only creatine you're taking is when you take your pre-workout every now and again, you want to be taking creatine every day. So yeah, it just doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, bit of a throwaway uh, ingredient. Go back to that creatine episode if you want to know, if you want to know more. We're we'll going to another one we've also spoke about before, and that is B vitamins. So we spoke about that on the multivitamins episode. Mm. That's uh, chatshitgetfit.com/slash/multivitamins. And in general, though, B vitamins, they're in energy drinks again. They're always associated with energy and stuff like that. I think, Tom, you mentioned it before, didn't you, about the, um, what was it, the, oh, I fucking forgot the buzzword now. It's to do with the metabolism of car- uh, carbohydrates. Yeah, it? they help metabolize carbohydrates, yeah, that's basically. It, yeah, yeah so, so that's why it's, yeah, it's good. Yeah. It's good. It's a good thing. Uh, but It's not important, bad, yeah. Important to note, though, obviously being deficient in B vitamins will impair, or may impair, I'm never going to say will, it may impair both aerobic and anaerobic exercise performance. But... Uh, science-wise, supplementation of it further doesn't actually have any benefits. You're having more, if you're having above and beyond, yeah. it doesn't seem to do anything extra. I mean, we'd hope that you're just kind of getting actually for your diet anyway. Well, it's one of those things where if you look at the back of anything, it's always fucking overdosed anyway. Like you can see, if you look yeah. at B vitamins, like B12 and a can of milk, oh, gotcha. like a thousand percent. The, yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, it's a lot. And then you wonder why your pee's like fluorescent yeah. green so really you probably are getting enough of it in your diet so by having it in a pre-workout it's probably like more than you need. it's not doing anything extra really if you're getting enough if you're not getting enough then yeah it's probably going to help but if you're already getting yeah. enough for your diet then yeah it's not going to do anything extra so but it's, it's, it's not horrendous at being in there because b vitamins are obviously especially if you're not getting any in right uh, now we're going to go on to some other shit uh so tom question is mate is there any yo him bean this time <laughs> you know, whenever i've Yohimbin. seen like yo 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 him is it Yohimbi or Yohimbin? It's fuck it, I can't, I can't pronounce it. I'll piss myself with that, Yohimbi. But usually I find that's in things like fat burners and stuff like yeah. that. But yeah, I mean, the amount of random shit, stuff that I don't even recognise in pre-workouts, usually buzzwords, like, um, Joe, you know what? Like caffeine, for example. When you look on the back of a tub and you see caffeine. It's not just caffeine, is it? It's not just – you recognise caffeine, but then other times you might see its chemical name, which is like, oh, fucking – I can't remember. Is it like – I think it begins with a T. Like trimethylethylene or get, something about right, that. Let me, get, let me get the podium up. Uh, the podium you get the podium up. Go on, get podium up. They had some buzzwords on there. It wasn't just caffeine. It was some fucking other shit. Uh, okay, right. Here you go. So they've got – where's it fucking gone? A few more. Right, caffeine. They've got thecrinine. Or teacrine? Oh, theacrine. Yeah. Theacrine? I can't yeah. pronounce that So basically, Jesus, apparently it's like synergistic relationship with ca- uh, caffeine-infused unlocks reaction time alertness and sustained focus. So they say it's got 200 milligrams of caffeine plus 50 grams of the theacrine. So that, that's basically what they're saying there. Oh, there we go, Bill. So with caffeine, its chemical name is 137-trimethylpurine or trimethylpurine or whatever it's so called. They'll put that on there. Caffeine. Yeah. I've seen that before. It's just, just say caffeine. Yeah. But it sounds super chemically, doesn't it? Yes. Yeah, so a lot of them, they do put these extra stuff in because as you've realised, a lot of these companies, they put the same stuff in. So how do they differentiate themselves? Apart from marketing, what can they put in there which will separate them from the crowd and make you buy their pre-workout, you know? Or you might see, oh, super secret blend 
And then like they'd actually tell you, well, what's in the super secret blend? <laughs> yeah. Oh, one gram of super secret formula. So what sawdust? What is it? In um in Podium Fuse's defense for them, they're actually quite good. They fully disclose their label of everything that's inside it. They make, mm. they make it like a big thing saying this is all I've seen. And they're they're one of the uh, culprits of extra things. They've got a thing called have you heard of Elev ATP? No. It's E L E V ATP. And it's in that new podium. So basically what it is, it's made up of naturally occurring occurring combination of micronutrients from ancient pe- ancient peat and apple called polyphenols. Why the fuck would you need that in a pre-workout? So basically, I mean, well, the data is pretty limited on it. There is a couple of papers which say it can help, but there's like two studies from what I've seen. Yeah. It's not many at all. And it's at the moment, it seems like a bit of a buzzword because it sounds... If you know what ATP is, that's a good thing. Like you want... Like that's to do with creatine and stuff. So straight away, you'd be like, yeah. no, elevate ATP. Ele- you're elevating my ATP levels, are you? I don't think that's what that, it does. Yeah. But I think yeah. they've named it that for that fucking one reason. Uh, it is, it's, yeah, it's stupid. It's just random buzzwords. Maybe, maybe, maybe we'll be proved, we might be proved wrong in the future, but at the moment, yeah, that things like that, they just seem like extra stuff, which sounds cool. I'm not sure how much of an effect it actually has. Yeah, it's just it's just buzzwords for sake of buzzwords, or sometimes using like the chemical compound name instead of just saying yeah, caffeine. <laughs> I mean that that's all the sort of main ingredients. There. I think I'd probably conclude by saying, look, don't. Don't become rel- the main ones. Yeah. Don't become reliant on your pre-workouts, I'd say. Like what I said earlier about why I don't really take it too much because you don't want to get into a situation where you feel like you can't exercise without a pre-workout because then it's just going to fuck you up mentally, isn't it? You can have that whole nocebo, placebo thing we've spoke about as well. Where you, Because you're expecting your workout to suffer because you've run out of pre-workout, mm-hmm. it might actually suffer because that's what you're expecting it to do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I'd also take it to... Uh, account the ingredients of acute and chronic effects so we've yeah. said that some of them have an acute effect which is great as long as they're being dosed correctly and then some of them have got a chronic effect which is not very good if you're only taking a pre-workout for a heavy session because that means you're only taking it you know once every now and again yeah so you need to be cautious of that if you are taking it uh, with these chronically uh, effective ingredients make sure you're actually taking it enough that's going to make a difference yeah but at the same time, you might you want to also double check that just now that you're double dosing pre-workout to get the the clinical effective dose of one ingredient, make sure that you're now not overdosing on another. You know, I'd say, Tom, if I'm being honest, mate, like if I was being absolutely honest, my recommendation your own. <laughs> would be, yeah, if you want a caffeine, if you want a big boost of caffeine, I'd probably say, yeah, jump onto Cannibal Coffee because that's fucking really highly dosed caffeine uh, content. And I'd also say the other ingredients, beta aniline, take that, but chronically t- take it over time. Uh, creatine, obviously, I'm assuming most people bite separately. It's a really popular one. Uh, taurine, I wouldn't bother getting. Like, I wouldn't bother with that. B vitamins, you probably get that from your diet anyway. If you're not, you probably get it from some sort of vitamin you're probably taking that most people like to take. Yeah. Uh, and then, that's one of the reasons why I used to put my monster into my pre-workout because well, yeah. B vitamins in it. <laughs> yeah, B vitamins, exactly. So it's also got taurine, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, well, was there any other ones? Any ones I missed that you could buy separately? I think that's it, really. Isn't those it? were the those were the main ones. I mean, I ain't really got much to add to that. I mean, with pre-workouts, you get so many random ingredients in there, but the three main ones for me, and it, you know, in this order as well, would be, yeah, caffeine, citrulline mallet, beta-alanine. Yeah. With caffeine, three to six milligrams per kg of your body weight. Citrulline mallet, aim for around maybe eight grams. Beta-alanine, Four to six, four yeah. to six grams. But you can with beta alanine. You need to take that daily. And if you are constantly tingling with it, then break the dose up and just take it gradually throughout the day. 
And that's that's it. That is the most that's simplest it. pre-workout that's, that's I could yeah, think Yeah, that would be it. And bait you don't even need to take it like, you don't even need to take it with your pre-workout because, as you said, it's a chronic thing. Yeah, like, yeah. Take it a different part of the day. And obviously, if you do want to add creatine, go for it. But as Tom just said, yeah, caffeine, that'd be good to take before. Citrulline, you can obviously take before as well. That's where we said it has an improvement. But the only one you really need to probably take chronically would be the uh, beta alanine, if you're going to take that. Happy days. So yeah, yeah, crack on, take it whenever. If we re- rewind to our pre workouts, I've got my premium primal fucking power pre. Um, yeah. Now we're going to finish off with the other doses. So I'm also going to put in, I'm not going to put any taurine in. Simply because I cannot, I not, I cannot confirm it's a location of origin. <laughs> I don't want to take that chance. Uh, if I look at B vitamins, I could put some B vitamins in there because you know you can have like the water soluble. So if you have too much, you just piss it out anyway. Uh, it's not an issue. I'd rather people have it than not have it. So yeah, I'm gonna have some B vitamins in there. I'm gonna have about fifty thousand percent of your uh, RDA in my uh, <laughs> my pre workout, uh, and then I'm gonna throw some extra buzzwords in as well. So I mentioned it on the I think it was last week's episode. I mentioned the uh, what was it the Root of Roger from a tree in Bolton. I'm going to throw that in there as well. I'm going to throw the clinically proven dose on my systematic review from 2021, Bill et al. It was 50 to 200 kilos was the effective dose um, for this for this uh, this product. So I'm going to put that in there and concentrate. Obviously, I'm not going to put 200 kilos of it in there because that'll be a big a big pre workout. But it's going to be concentrate in there. Who is going to be? Who are you going to give a sponsorship to? Who's going to sponsor it? Uh, Yo Him Bean Incorporated are gonna are gonna sponsor my pre workout. Uh, yeah. They're also they're also any, gonna be in the product. Any athletes that you can get on board? Um not really sure to be honest. Uh probably Cristiano Ronaldo, he's always on some fucking shit. If it ain't KFC, it's Herbal Life. Yeah, I'll probably get Ronaldo, Lance Armstrong. Maybe. All over that. Um Well the astronaut. The astronaut <laughs> <laughs> uh, who else can we get on there? I mean get it now. I mean price wise, I don't know how much I charge for that. It's quite a lot in there, isn't there? There is quite a lot in it. That's easily like, what, for a week's... Yeah, and I tell people on the package, you've got to take it daily, otherwise it doesn't work. Um, oh, yeah, you've got to... If you don't take it... Rectally. You if you don't take it, you won't perform. Um, all the all the nocebos on there. Oh, yeah, of course. You've got to make... You know, it's a, it's a cutthroat business, this supplement industry, isn't it? It is. It is. Anyway, yeah, so get yours Get yours now. I don't know where I'm going to sell it. Probably hot on a barret. I'm just going to stick to the glue. <laughs> just the glue. What I'm just going to stick to the glue. It's, you know, tried and proven... Um, Try to and, prove uh, by you. Smackheads. <laughs> smackheads. That's, that's a great. So, you're going to put your marketing materials well, yeah. endorsed by Smackheads. Well, yeah. If you ever needed a fucking mate with analysis, just go to Uxbridge. Mate, what? Walk, mate, mate with analysis. I know. That's because I ain't enough glue, mate. <laughs> My tongue <laughs> just went then. Glue. Get your nostrils yeah, some glue now. Well, I've been taking it orally, you know. <laughs> <laughs> the old Pritt stick. <laughs> <laughs> Why am I rubbing my nose as I say that? Yeah, that's boring. Looks a bit sus, doesn't it? But yeah, mate, uh yeah, just industrial grade glue. Mm. On a, on a, uh, we'll finish on a serious note though, so pre workout. It can be it has got its place. You yeah. know, it's, it it does have its place, but you just have to be cautious of the ingredients, cautious of the doses, and make sure it's good value for money, because some of these fucking pre workouts are so expensive. Do you know what? I would highly advise people just go something like my protein, just give it a try, just buy a bag of beta alanine. Buy a bag of citrine mallet. Uh, caffeine, you again all kinds of sources you could buy. In fact, I think again, I have my protein, just a bag of caffeine. Cannibal but if coffee. not, you know, yeah, cannibal coffee. Mix your, do what I used to do, just literally just mix your dosages into a can of Monster and add a Pro Plus or however much you need to get to your recommended dosage for that. I know it all does sound a bit breaking bad, but... Uh, a lot you cheaper. Know, it, yeah, a lot cheaper and just see how you do. 
Well, yeah. I'll give you, for example, that podium fuse, mate, that's $45 for a tub of that. Yeah. Expensive. I mean, for a bag of Beta Anonine, for a big old bag, you know. It's cheap as shit. I'd like a 15 pound bag last me for a whole year. Yeah, you will do, yeah. It's, it's massive, isn't it? So, why not? I mean, if you do want any more help on this, uh, yeah, you know where to find us. Our Instagrams are always listed down in the uh, the show notes. Same with our email for the uh, podcast. You just drop us, a, drop us a message. We'll be happy to get back to you. In the solvent aisle of Wix <laughs> is where you'll find me. <laughs> is where I'll find you. <laughs> Like say, last week you were in B and Q running a CrossFit class of P- PVC pipes, and now this week you're in Wix with. Yeah, I don't glue. know where this theme is coming from. You just like hardware stores. I think I'm gradually moving on to the garden centres. Garden centres going up a class, moving up in the world. I like it. We'll see where you are next week, mate. Speaking of next week, I haven't. Uh, so next week on the calendar, we're not going to have an episode. Uh, unfortunately, uh, Tom, Tom decided has to abandon to the podcast. Have a social life. Yeah, yeah sorry. Have a social life. Yeah. Well, particularly we've both got social lives, really, haven't we? So we've we've asked, originally we were going to do it on Thursday, but then. I'm not available. Then we're going to do it on Friday, but now you're not available. Then we're going to do it on Wednesday, but then you're not available. So we're now having to just not do it next week. Well, I'll say social, but like I'm I'm going up north. So is there even like a society up there? I don't know. Well, if you're up north, mate, you might as well pop over to uh, Ripon if I'm there and we can just do it live. It's like the hills have eyes up there, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> just add another bunch to the list. <laughs> a whole county. <laughs> But when we do come back after a week's absence, I do apologise, guys. Uh, if you are bored, just go back and listen to some of the old episodes. Uh, some of the old ones are horrendous compared to there the There you go, ones, happy but, days. In a but, good we are, but we are, yeah, exactly. But we are going to um, go into HMB, uh, potentially on its own, or we might bolt on ACV and Ashwanda. ACV is apple cider vinegar. Apple cider vinegar. And Ashwanda is something also associated oh, with apple God. cider vinegar product. But it might be just HMB or it might be both of them together. We'll see how much content we get out of uh, individually, but we'll see. Oh, yeah. So either way, you've got a couple of weeks of some absolute bangers coming soon. So yeah, stand by. Awesome. Standing by. Been a pleasure as always. I will speak to you again very soon. See you later. As always, thanks for listening. If you do want to get involved in our Instagram polls in the future and stay up to date on whatever it is me and Tom are doing, I'd recommend heading over to the show notes and following our Instagram pages as that's where we conduct any polls. If you want to use it as a way to abuse Tom about his 60 kilo deadlift, that is also welcome. Instagrams are at Bill underscore Train Primal and at Coach Tom Reardon. So as we said at the end there, there will not be an episode next week, unfortunately, but we will be back the following week. So yeah, we'll see you then, same time, same place for a brand new episode. See you soon. Thank you.